0: Microsoft Story Classic, bringing to you recordings of old storybooks. Rose Wrestley's Trouble, The Rose Child, Episode 3 Some days later it appeared as if a wonderful change had taken place. As if the sorrow mother and Rose Restly had exchanged natures, the woman was sitting with a calm, happy face by her spinning wheel. Then Restly stepped in, looking as troubled as if something had happened which would take away her joyousness for all time. What is the matter, Restley? What is the matter? asked the sorrow mother in alarm. I have a hole in my dress, she cried out in a very fierce tone, and at school the children all laughed at me. They ran behind me and kept singing louder and louder. Rose Restley, Rose Stock, Rose Restley, hole in your frock. And at the recollection of the insult, and she wiped away her tears. But I thought every morning I should have another hole. And so they would run after me every day and sing behind me, Rose Restley, Rose Stock. And so I thought I would never go to school again. Yes, indeed, Restley, you must go. That is a law and a good one, or else you would never learn anything. And you see, nobody must run away when trouble comes. We must hold still and bear it, because the dear Lord always has something to teach us in this way which we should not learn otherwise for when we are in the midst of trouble and sorrow we seek help and comfort from him and learn to know him and then trust comes into our hearts because we perceive that we have a father in heaven who stands by us and here's when we call. Do you pray to him too, Restly? The child thought for a moment. Then she said, Yes, in school. What do you pray in school? Wesley began, and without taking breath, for fear of losing the sound of the words and not be able to go on, she said as fast as she could, How the morning hour rejoices those that wake and praise the Lord. Thankful hearts and happy voices with his children well accord. Now I don't know any more. The sound of the words had escaped her, so she knew no more. It is a beautiful little verse, but you said it rather too fast, Wesley. Have you thought what it means? No, I have not, replied Wesley. You see, it means that when you awake in the morning you should think of the dear Lord, the first thing, and rejoice, and thank Him for having protected you all through the night. That is the way to pray in the morning, but do you know a little prayer for the evening? No, I don't know any. Then you can only pray from your heart to the dear Lord and ask Him to forgive you if you have done anything wrong during the day, and ask Him to help you so that you will not do it again. You see, Wesley, when we can pray right to the dear Lord, we become quite happy again. If I did not do that always, I should have died from trouble long ago. Why? asked Wesley, wondering. You see, I have had cause enough. I am so very poor and have hardly enough to live on. Besides, I have a child out in the world, a son, and I know nothing about him. Perhaps he is dying in poverty, or is already dead, and if I did not entrust him to the dear Lord every evening, as I did in the first hour of his life, and say, He is thine, help him, I could never go to sleep on account of my anxiety and grief. But when I have prayed so, comfort and trust come into my heart. I will help you to pray for him, said Rastli. That delights me, child. That delights me. And if you pray for Joseph, it will be good for you too. That I know. And you will need it if you are able to pray it aright. Why, asked restly again, see my child began the sorrow mother affectionately, but a little anxiously, your uncle has done wrong, and they say that soon his house and land will be taken away from him, then you will have to go to strangers, and that means much work and few kind words, you know nothing about that now, and so it will be well if you know the way to the dear Lord, so that you can tell him all your troubles and find comfort in him. "'Then I will come and live with you,' said Rastly, more pleased than troubled. "'Oh, you dear child, I couldn't take care of you at all. "'Something quite different will happen, but we will tell the dear Lord about it, "'and He will provide for you. "'So now it is all mended,' said the sorrow mother, "'who, while she was talking, had looked over the rock carefully and mended it.' If you need anything again, come to me and I will help you." Wesley thanked her politely and ran away with a lightened heart. Now she would never be laughed at in school again, and this assurance delighted Wesley so much that she quite forgot about the sorrow mothers telling her how perhaps she would have to go to strangers soon and have to do hard work. Wesley did not forget her promise, for when she lay down to sleep she prayed quite loud and from her heart. Dear Lord, do help Joseph. A long, hard winter followed. The sorrow mother had to suffer much from the cold, but not from hunger, as in years before, and so she kept what little health she had. Rosa Wesley was her support and her breadwinner. In the late autumn she had seen the sorrow mother with the greatest effort, dragging home a little bundle of fagots. Since then she had gone every day into the forest and found so much wood that the sorrow mother was able to make it fair every day in her little room, and cook her bread soup on the little stove. Every evening after school, in spite of cold, storm, and snow, Rose rustily appeared at the crossway womans many a time, quite blue from the cold, and shivering in every limb. Although she had been given another dress for the winter, it was not very warm, and she had only a thin shawl over her neck and shoulders. So when the peasant woman saw the child shivering, and with her teeth chattering so from the cold, she thought she must be suffering from hunger to come running through the storm. And tempest is for the sake of a piece of bread. This made her sorry, and she cut deep into the loaf, so that the piece was even larger than it had ever been in the summer. But the child carried it all to the sorrow mother, and firmly refused her entreaties. To eat half of it herself, Frosty often went hungry to bed. She was glad that the sorrow mother was not in need, and prayed, "Dear Lord, help Joseph," and went to sleep happy. Under the snow, sorrow mother's care, her little frock remained in good condition all winter long, and the school children no longer laughed at her or ridiculed her. Thank you for listening to another episode of Baker Soft Story Classic.